0: What's the deal, man? Welcome back to another episode of Convey Conversations. It's just me, your boy Griff. Josh decided to uh, take vacation late. So he's at home in L.A. right now. So he won't be here at least until like towards the end of the month. Um, So, yeah, yeah, just got me today, man. Uh, Man, it's been a minute since I did one of these by myself. I believe the last time I did one of these by myself was maybe like, I don't even know when it might have been last year or something like that. We done did so many episodes. I think we on like sixty something, almost seventy, which we doing really good. Uh, been having a trouble, been having a little bit of trouble with consistency, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, last time I did one of these was by myself. Was I think it was last year, and I I, I was pretty drunk, and it was only like thirty minutes. But I'm going to try to make this one more interesting. I'm sober. I'm at home. Supposed to be at work right now. My entire unit is in the field. And guess what your boy isn't? I think this is like one of the first legit times I kind of finagle my way out of there. Just to clarify for people that's listening that probably ain't a fan of me. I did not finesse my way. But rather finagle my way. Because we are supposed to go to the field for like. 12 to 14 fucking days which was stupid for at least me and my section because we're not going to be doing anything like we always do every time we go to the field y'all think i'd be in the shit live action blowing shit up shooting guns fuck no i'm literally just either sitting in my truck doing some guard shift for my soldiers on radio guard or ammo guard or we just, you know, last time we got to do stuff. We got to do like op four, fuck up the uh, eleven bravos. For people that don't know, I'm eleven Charlie. But yeah, it just it, it just for me is just a whole lot of sitting around, and I get sick of that shit. So instead of me sitting out there for the first like ten days not doing shit because I'm scheduled to do a live fire for you know lay lay down some support by fire with uh, my guys like, the last four days, and I was just like, listen, you know, there's no point in me going out there for the first 10 days, and I'm just going to sit there, eat, get fat, sleep, like, me sitting in the field doing nothing is literally a whole lot of Instagram scrolling, and I'm not just saying, like, you know, a whole lot of Instagram scrolling for, you know, maybe 30 minutes to an hour for the, from the moment I wake up, And like six o'clock in the morning, because I still got to get up with everybody else, give reports and, you know, check our sensitive items. Make sure we still got everything we came out there with all the way until seven o'clock at night. And that's if we ain't doing a night fire or something like that, just sitting there doing nothing like just hearing my soldiers have ridiculous conversations or talk about like what they do on the weekends with a time and just a whole lot of nothing. Like I'm I just sit on my phone and that's where I end up spending money. You know, you wanna you wanna you wanna talk about going to the field and doing nothing? Like that's where you will spend the most money because you have nothing but time on your hands. So all you doing is looking at shit on the internet and You'd be like, all of a sudden, you didn't spent $300, and you ain't even at home. So, when I got us out of that, we won't be going to like, next week. I think I got to go this weekend just to do, like, barrier checks. Like, that's how much they didn't need me out there. They was like, well, can you at least come out here and uh, do barrier checks so, you know, we could use a couple extra guys to help out with that. So, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But you know i was kind of upset but i was like you know it'd be staying out there for 14 days i'll be missing munchies and mimosas for uh, that's like july 10th which i don't know i'm kind of upset about that but josh ain't here so you know i wouldn't i don't know who i would have had to somebody to go with me anyway eric but eric really don't get out that much but and i think he'll still be gone so uh yeah that's that um other than that man ain't nothing been going on at work man just you know waking up every day you know wishing that I was out of the army you yeah. somebody asked me the other day it was just like hey um you know are you are you scared to get out and like no you know I I used to be every everybody is always scared to get out of the army but I'm trying to break that genera- generational curse of as far as the army goes as oh, man, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm going to get out. or I'm scared to get out because, you know, everybody in the military that the military consumes at least 90 percent of your life, whether you're at work or not. It's always, you know, your phone's always ringing. Text messages coming in. Something about work every day, even when you're not at work or you always thinking about work, you always thinking about what you got to do when you get back to work what's coming up your schedule you always get your schedule of what's coming up for like the you know at least for the next three to six months what's going to happen at your unit and stuff like that so you always thinking about work your life revolves around the military and the military revolves around your life so somebody was like you know hey you know you are you scared you know get out, out, out of this because he's getting out soon and I'm just like, no, like I've I've completely gotten rid of that feeling of being afraid to get out of the military, you know. And then a lot of people don't realize that day is going to come whether you like it or not. Like, you know, what I mean, like whether you do five, 10, 20, the day is going to come. So why why would you, you know, be afraid now and then not get out? And then when you hear you're 20 and now you you ready to get out like. You're not going to be scared. Then you're still going to be afraid. But, you know, you're just going to have to get over that fear and just get the fuck out. Don't let fear dictate your life, especially if you're in the military, because you'll find yourself signing up for some shit that you really don't want to do. Like me, I really don't want to be in the military right now. But, hey, you know, these motherfuckers flashed 30 grand in my face and I took the bait signed up for six years, uh, back in 2018, I think. Yeah, it was 2018. And, you know, it didn't take very long. Like, I think I was on maybe, I don't even think, it. you know, maybe like a year after I was like, why the fuck did I do that? You know, there was a lot of uncertainty, uncertainty back then that, you know, led me to reenlist. You know, I, at that point, I had only been in like five years. So I was like, no, not five years, maybe like six. 6 or 7. I don't know. 6. It had to be 6. But I was just like, you know, maybe now's not the best time for me to get out. Especially and I was on deployment too. So I was on deployment and if, by the time I would have got back, I would have had like maybe like 4 months and then boom, got to get out. So I didn't have a lot of shit figured out back then and you know, I was just like, uh, maybe now's not the best time. But now psh- these motherfuckers could knock on my door today and be like, hey, uh Sergeant Griffin, you, you you trying to get out right now? We don't need you. And I'm like, yes, 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 nigga. Give me my walking papers, please. I, I wouldn't even waste time getting out right now. Because I, you know, I'm at a point in my life now where I know, you know, what I what I wanna do and what I can do. You know. You you can even not know what you want to do, but you, you got to realize what you can do, and that's literally anything. You can do anything in this motherfucking world. You just got to put it in work. You know, a lot of hard work behind being successful outside of the military a lot of people don't realize man It's is like what success do you have inside the military but in, unless that's something you want to do unless that's a career for you you know that's you you come from a long line of you know men and women who have served this country that out of this but let, let me be the first to tell you my family ain't come from none of that shit so why the hell am i trying to you know that out of this i don't even think that i'm a be one of those dudes like oh you know it let my son walk up to me Talking about Dad I want to join the military I'm going to smack The shit out of him Now I probably won't do that His mama will fall out with me But I know for sure My oldest is going to hit me up Like I want to join the military Because he's seen That I was in the military And his mom is in the military And he's just going to be like I want Ar- to go Then against his mama But I guarantee his mom's going to encourage him To go army Da da I'm But I'm going to give him Like the keys to it you know keys to the game because the the thing that has me you know so ready to get out i didn't have the the keys and the tools i had good leadership but they didn't tell me a lot of ways to you know advance yourself rapidly in the army or come in prepared you know what i mean like i didn't have somebody off rip that was already in and gave me game to what i was signing up to you know Like, hey, you want to do this? There's there's certain things that you are a path that you should go down when you're in the military that will have you from start to finish just moving, moving, moving. You know what I mean? Like I talked to my um soldiers yesterday. I think it was yesterday or this morning or something like that. And they were, you know, we talked we was talking about this movie that we seen where we seen this dude that was just like, oh, he got out as a first sergeant and he was young as fuck. So he's like, I find that hard to believe. Like i you know, he's never really seen a young first sergeant. A lot of times the, the first stars you see are look old as fuck and they look like white life been whooping they ass for the past fifteen to twenty years. But that's not the case. Like I I have seen like a a first sergeant one time that was like I think he was like thirty two or something like that. But you know, that just that just shows that he came in and he you know, he was motivated as fuck. He got after it and he just chased rank, chase rank, just fucking, and he achieved that shit. And he wasn't, you know, I, I met him in like an anger management class and you you can tell he looked like he was a fucking rageaholic. But he was calm while he was in there. But, you know, that's the only way I'd accept my son coming in the military. I wouldn't want him to come in the military thinking that he's going to get a check because you you don't really get a check. There's ways to get a check in the military, but those days are like, Pretty much over with. Like, I know for a fact people in Iraq and shit was bringing home some of that Sudan money, if you know what I mean. Or, you know, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, I'm going to tell you. Sudan had like buku houses over there in Iraq that was filled with money, at least from what I was told, that they would do raids on, da da, this, and they find nothing but rooms full of cash. Millions of dollars, American dollars, millions, by the boatload. And all they did was confiscate it. But, if you a uh, fucking sneaky motherfucker like me, I'm going to be straight up 100 with you. I would have stole it. And I know plenty of motherfuckers that became fucking millionaires or at least came back with hundreds of thousands of dollars because they took some of that money. I know they did. Motherfuckers have a hard time now not stealing a fucking wet weather top and a sleeping bag from another soldier. And you mean to tell me nobody was stealing money over there in Iraq when they was finding Sudan money, American money? You mean to tell me nobody was taking it? I refuse to believe that. Motherfucker stole a headset from me out of my own goddamn desk last year. And, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I want I'll I'll make sure my son is prepared when if he chooses to go that military route. I would also encourage him to, like, go officer or something like that. But nothing, nothing against infantry. I'm infantry, but I, I he ain't going infantry. I just, if you don't want, to, if I'm like, hey man, if you want to enjoy your life, you don't want to have a stressful life. You busy all the fucking time. Da da this, you know, it ain't even about. any I'm not even worried about getting my head blown off or you know just dying in a gunfight or some shit. It's just always train, 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 busy, 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 and a lot of fucking ignorance that goes on in infantry. The first ones to admit it. They don't like people. Um, I don't know what happened, but we are back. Um. But like I said, they don't like people saying that shit because that kind of deters people away. I mean, it wakes you up to the bullshit. You know, a lot of people are so accepting of the bullshit in the army and they think that that's how stuff is supposed to go. I don't know why, but, you know, I'm strongly encouraging my son, you know, hey, man, do what you want to do, but you are not doing infantry. The only way he's doing infantry is if he... You know, spends a year in it, and he gets himself together physically and mentally, and he prepares himself to either go to selection or ranger school. Only way I'm letting my son stay in the infantry. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's his choice. You know, he likes it, he likes it, but I'm I'm a be on his ass for him not to be in the infantry because it just comes with a lot of unnecessary shit in life, and it's so time-consuming. Like, you know... You'll just find yourself like there's like even now, like there's, you know, they have officially made that they they Joe Biden was serious when he said we were pulling out of Afghanistan. They closed Bagram down last week. Bagram or airfield like that was the biggest place from my understanding. I think, yes, the biggest airfield base defensive position that we held in Afghanistan. And it's closed now. So that lets you know, like, there's no deployment. And I think that there's not going to be another war. That's the only, you know, I'm not saying that that should be a reason why you should be in the infantry. You know, your only reasons is to go to war. I mean, you do learn a lot of stuff. You learn how to be a survivalist in the infantry. But what's the point if you ain't deploying? If you're not able to put those skills to the test, like in real combat situations. It's like, I don't see the point in being in the infantry now because like. I'm sorry, it keeps cutting off. I don't know why, but there's not a whole lot of incentive to be in, in, in the infantry. There's just really not like you spend so much time servicing your unit than you do yourself. And when I say that, I mean, like you don't have a lot of opportunity to go to schools. At least from what I've been seeing. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's always ranger school selection and stuff like that, but that's all I've really seen people have an opportunity to go to because the unit is always busy training. Like, right now, I've submitted for a fucking school, and I've heard nothing back about it. And, I mean, even if you get to go to a school, it's all, it's only a school that benefits the unit. You know what I mean? Like, they will only... Like, I've literally heard people ask the question, like, if you try to go to a school, like, well... You know, what do you need to go to that for? That doesn't fucking benefit us. Like, or, you know, you're leaving. So, you know, why would we send you to that? Waste our time sending you to that? And I mean, that's just how I've seen it. Now, I'm not saying every unit's like that. Every leadership is like that. But that's what some of the things you have to encounter when you're in the army. And it sucks. So I would just tell my sons, just but like, listen, boys, stay out of the infantry. Do y'all something, you know, like I said, unless y'all going to Ranger bat, trying to go to Ranger school, you know, or selection, go special forces, then, hey, man, don't invest a lot of time into it because it's time consuming. You know, I don't get to enjoy my civilian side of my life like I've been wanting to, like, lately. I didn't care a whole lot about that when I was younger, but nowadays and I'm older, I'm just like, damn, man. You know, I see all these people having fun, taking trips. I've seen more civilians just take trips than we do, than we get the opportunity to. You know, that's all my timeline is. I've seen people go to Puerto Rico lately, Jamaica, uh all kinds of places in mexico like i've seen so much of Me- uh, you know i've seen so much of mexico that i'm just like i didn't know there was this many nice places in mexico i thought it was just straight just wasteland immigrants drugs cartels all kind of shit but it's really some nice places in mexico and i want to see that shit now i don't want to be no old dude like you know 40 plus years old finally getting to go on these vacations and you know what i mean fuck that i want to be young and i want to wild the fuck out too sometimes while still taking care of my responsibilities but you know i, I ain't getting the opportunity to do that shit in the military cuz every time we turn around there's something to be done we got to go to the field we got to do this we got to do this you know i'm needed for this they need me for this and it's just like you know i want to just work a regular job not you know too much of a regular job you know a, a job that i enjoy you know what i mean like I, I used to enjoy the military but i just don't really enjoy it that more that much anymore you know you having fun with the people but the job sucks now so that's that but enough about at least the army you know stuff like that but um what i wanted to talk about too is this the uh, the fucking what is it this uh i forget her name i don't want to pronounce her name wrong but the the track star chick that was just uh she just got um suspended from the tokyo olympics because she tested positive for marijuana and this is my thing on it a lot of it is it made me realize that black people were really get mad about some shit without looking up the facts like, they, like, we got it so bad now, and it's it's starting to make me mad because I don't want it to go that way because all people are going to start doing is like, oh, you're making it into a race thing. You're making it into a race thing. It's, you know, I don't want to make it a – I don't want them to start that shit again because that shit will piss me off That it, because they just waiting on that to happen when it's not a race thing, and they know the facts, but black people don't know the facts, and then all of a sudden they start saying that, oh, you're making it a race thing. You know, it's not a race thing. This situation right here is not a race thing. She violated the rules sucks because we we were hey we was Tyra Banks in for this girl. We were all rooting for you and she fucked up. She she smoked weed like I, I, I we get the circumstances why she smoked weed, but, you know, Hey, it is what it is, man. It's, it's like strict guidelines. You, you can't fuck around about that shit. And everybody was, you know, so upset about it. You know, I don't understand why they're tripping about weed. Y'all should see what they have, in, you know, the Olympics has weed banned for. It's not just America that we're thinking about here. There's other countries that don't play that shit. They, they, they label weed as... Uh, um a health risk, you know, health issues. There's different views on weed. And that's why they, I mean, it just isn't America running that shit. You know, it's the world running that Olympics, which is why they call it the World Olympics. You you know, she's just on the US team. That's it. So everybody has to follow the same rules. But, you know, the the biggest thing that made me mad the most about it was, you know, everybody's, you know, relating her situation to the Michael Phelps situation. If y'all go back and look at you know, a lot of people that bringing that up, well, Michael Phelps smoked weed and he da, da this and just like you just saying that without even researching what the fuck actually went on back then. Everybody knows Michael Phelps smoked weed and he was in the Olympics, but they don't know the timeline and they don't know all the facts and the events that went on at that time. I was one of those people. So I decided to do my research because I had no idea. I was just talking without knowing what I was talking about. So I decided, like, you know what? I'm going to go do my research first because bottom line, I could truly give a fuck about it. And it got shit to do with me. But I was just like, let me go do my research first. So I did my research, looked it up. Michael Phelps had already competed in the Olympics. Michael Phelps was suspended after that from competing in the Olympics. And he lost hella endorsements. I'm talking big time endorsements. And this was back at a time where this was before motherfuckers started being lenient on weed, like legalizing that shit everywhere. I think this was before it was legalized in Colorado. Like the the first place, one of the first places that it was legalized in. They just wasn't fucking with it back then. Like you was a you know, this was back at a time where they, they was a campaigning heavy on that shit. That's a gateway drug. No, it's a gateway drug for weak people, weak minded people, stupid people. But for regular people like me, believe me, weed ain't no gateway drug. I have not taken anything else other than weed in my life. I mean, I took like fucking whatever the pills they give you for when you get your wisdom teeth pulled and I hated that shit. I don't know how high rappers is out here popping Zanny bars and all that shit. That shit is fucking awful. But um, yeah, so he lost hella endorsements, lost hella money, got suspended. And then there was a lot of people that were saying, well, you know, they didn't you know, he got to keep all his medals and data out of this. And it was just like, yeah, because in that, too, you have to you can prove that it's not a substance. uh, It's not an enhancing substance where it doesn't enhance your ability to perform better. So you have the ability to do that. And once it's once that's proven, you're good. But they still have the they still have the um the authority to up, uphold the band. And the suspension they have on you, if they choose to, if they want to do that, that's their shit. You can't, you can't, you can't argue with somebody about their shit. You know, we don't own, we don't own the Olympics. The Olympics owns the Olympics, and there ain't shit you can do about it. So if you want to argue with them, you can't argue with somebody when you on somebody else's platform. You ain't got no choice but to abide by their rules. And that's why, and it's so crazy that people say that people have people had an issue with that, but. They ain't got no problem with uh, Donald Trump still being banned from Twitter. The reason why Donald Trump is banned from Twitter and everybody saying, oh, you know, the you know, not everybody, but, you know, these redneck ass white people is saying, oh, they're violating his freedom of speech. No, no, they're not. He can say whatever the fuck he want to say, just not on their platform. That's not no public fucking platform. That's a private business. At the end of the day, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is private, privately owned. That shit ain't owned by the people. That shit ain't owned by whoever the fuck. That's private shit. So they have the authority of like, hey, we don't want you on your shit. You know, you could you could be right as you know right as fuck, but they're like, hey, we don't want you on our shit because it's causing issues with the rest of the world. And that's you know why the old girl got suspended from the Olympics. I'm like, hey man, rules is rules, and we ain't changing them. So I mean, she'll be able to compete in the future, and I hope she does. And I hope she comes back bigger and better, and and does then what she was planning to do now, just whenever the next Olympics Olympics is. And uh, I mean, that's all I gotta say on that. I just wish that she would have just, you know, waited. I understand she was going through issues. I I heard something about like her mom passed away, like at that same time or something like that. Which is you know cool you know understandable but you know I don't think your mom would have wanted you to you know cause yourself to miss the Olympics that's what I that's what I feel you know I can't spe- I don't want to speak too much on it because I know some people going and motherfuckers was all all as usual calling me a fucking coon because I wasn't agreeing with the black masses and the black opinion as you know she should be allowed to co- compete in the Olympics but let that be. Somebody a white person or something like that. Motherfuckers wouldn't have gave a fuck. They be like, huh? somebody got suspended. Ain't got nothing to do with me. And it's just like it is what it is, man. I want y'all to go hard for these things. You know, make something black owned that we can compete in and go hard for that shit. And get that shit on a national and worldwide level. And then give a fuck about that then. Y'all get y'all do this every year. It's always something. It's always a big something. Last year was uh, you know, the Grammys or whatever the fuck. But don't nobody give a shit about the BET Awards. Who gives a damn about the BET Awards? Don't nobody even watch that shit no more. But you see how people are? At least black people are. We choose pick and choose what we want to give a fuck about. I'm gonna stop giving a fuck about black-owned businesses too. I'm sorry. I just gotta put that out there. Because black-owned businesses are are the some sometimes some of the laziest motherfuckers and they the and they scammers and they get that shit. I don't know if it's a it's a every business thing, but I hate I've been seeing it a lot in black owned businesses where they have learned that if you can pre do some pre order shit or you, you can uh do mass order shit, you know, mainly the pre order shit. And what they doing is they take in all the pre order money and then they not sometimes some of these businesses not telling you that fucking when you make that pre-order, your shit ain't gonna come for a minute. Why? Because we're gonna use your money to pay for the product that we're getting ready to give to you. So they don't even have the product. So that's how they they're making their money. They start off small, and that's cool. Like I've seen a lot of successful black owned businesses that have started off small, but then they want to go on a bigger level. So what they do is they do this pre-order shit where they're taking everybody's money. You know, imagine charging $500 for a product, which is what I fucking just did, and in that by maybe, let's say, 5,000 orders. You do that, you have 2.5 million fucking dollars off pre-orders. Now you can take that money, go buy the product, have the product made, that are this and then distribute it. Months and months and months later. That's a fucking problem to me because that's fucked up. Like you don't even have the product that you're selling me. I understand it's a pre-order, but tell me what the fuck you doing is pre how this pre-order is working. Not fucking, uh, you know, I'm gonna let y'all order this shit. And some of the websites, some of the sites is fuck. We got it. Some of the shit we don't. But then we ain't going to let you know until after you made your order when that shit coming or if that shit's coming at all. I know somebody who was doing that as well with another black owned business. The dude that makes the the cool car, dude, he was fucking taking pre-orders on shoes that wasn't even made yet. Got all the money for that shit, had the product made and then did these pop ups. sold people's orders at the pop ups and canceled all the orders pre-order once he made all the money for it cuz it didn't cost him that much to have his product made. And the same thing with this order from this other black owned business that I just bought from. It don't make it don't cost much to, buy, you know, get this product. I know it doesn't. Like I know what I just bought maybe cost $100. And then she's charging $500 for it. And I know like all the the material and stuff that she needs is probably going to cost her maybe uh, not even that much, so she's making good money off of what she's selling. But it's the fact that these 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 black-owned businesses—they they're small. They're worried about the, the the product is good, but they don't have the resources and stuff like that to pump that product out like fucking Walmart does or fucking McDonald's does. You know what I mean? McDonald's—they got that shit on hand. They ain't never running out of that shit. That shit coming out. But if, you know, I go to a regular black owned food truck, I'm going to be waiting an hour or two for my fucking food. Because, you know, they're not quick with it. They don't have the personnel. They don't have the fucking equipment to, you know, pump out something as fast as, you know, fast food. And I think it's fucked up because it makes, that's what makes people, you know, I went and looked up the comments. That's what makes people not support people is because they do shady shit. Black people will do some shady ass shit with their business, And then fucking expect and get mad when people don't support them. It's fucked up. But that's I that made me realize like, damn, this is why people ain't supporting my fucking podcast. This is well, I'm not doing anything to people for them not to support my podcast. When people wanted t shirts, I made that shit. I even came out of my pocket a little bit extra to get these these t shirts out to the people that fucking wanted one and they got that shit. At all costs, I'm all about fucking customer service when it comes to my business. I may be a little slow on these fucking episodes but bear with me goddammit. it this shit is not easy and i said that so i guess i'm supposed to understand the people that have those businesses but no fuck that you should have at least been fucking prepared for what you about to do you know motherfuckers want your product so you know you're gonna have to fucking bust your ass to get that shit done a lot of motherfuckers they literally this is why i say Some parts of being in the military is cool because they teach you how to be proactive. It teach you how to get your ass up and get shit done at all costs. You got to fucking finish the mission. The mission has to be done at all costs. That's one thing that they teach you nowadays. It's a way to do it. It's about 10 different ways to do it. And you ain't going to tell me that it can't be done. I refuse to believe it can't be done. You could be fucking legs, arms blown off. And they be like, you better get to that fucking objective and kill the enemy. You're like, I'm going to pull the trigger. You got You got teeth, don't you? Huh? Make it work. And the, and the enemy could be in a fucking 12 story building and they expect you to get up that motherfucking no arms, no legs, nothing and fucking kill him. But it was like, you could have just fucking set charges all around the building, and blew that bitch up. So that's what that's what I'm getting at. Like these people that have these businesses like they are lazy as fuck. I know they are. They are living their best life on the internet fucking traveling, doing that out like this. And you mean to tell me, you know what I mean? You can't give me my product. So that's why like black people, you know, I love y'all, but we are some of the most fucked up individuals to each other when it comes to doing something for each other. And, you know, I hope that one day, cause I still plan to make this shit go. And this shit is going to be bigger than what it is. And when it is, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be hustling, bustling to get shit done for the people that want my product, that want my entertainment from this podcast and whatever else comes of this podcast. So that's my stance on that. I think I feel like black businesses need to do better if they want to compete with these big time businesses and they want people to support them because, you know, that's we all we got at the end of the day, as far as like you, we we talk about this black wall street shit. No, we, we want this and we want that. Now, nah, fuck that. Let's go do that shit there. Let's really do that shit. You know, y'all want to be some Jay-Z's and Beyonce's out here in this world? Then y'all need to get up and not be lazy. You know, same thing with these BBLs. Same concept. You want a you wanna, you wanna fat ass? Get up and go to the gym, girl. And you ain't got to worry about spending $10,000 in some fucking foreign country for... Some unsafe work when you can just go to the gym and grind it the fuck out. But that's what, I mean, that's what nowadays things are leading to. People are just fucking, they want everything to come quick, fast, and a hurry. There's a way to get stuff quick, fast, and a hurry. But you know what I mean? I'm all about quality over quantity or how fast you can get it. Just like this fucking house I'm living in right now. They built this motherfucker so fast. They built this whole neighborhood so fucking fast that there's a fucking plumbing problem right now. Or something. Because my house... Houses down the street or basements are fucking water is getting into them right now. My basement, which is where Josh stays, fucking has water all over the fucking floor, and they gonna have to come in redo the wall, fucking redo the whole fucking carpet, and the house is starting to smell like mold because they just, hey man, they was all about quantity over quality. I almost said that wrong. That's why I paused, but. I mean, it is what it is. That'll get fixed. Sorry to put Josh's business out there in the streets. You know, he knows that he's coming home to fucking, you know, might come home to no carpet. But at least he ain't coming home to a wet carpet. But, uh, yeah, that's that. I wanted to talk about relationships a little bit, but I don't know, man. Because, you know, everybody's going through relationship issues. But I feel like nobody has seen worse relationship issues than me. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because I mean, there's people like Tina Turner. Chris Brown was beating Rihanna's ass. Uh, I don't know. I will say this, man. I, I stop military people. Stop. Gotta stop dating other military people. That's just what it is. We have to realize that there is more out there in the world, and we knew that before we joined the military. So I don't know why we always gravitate towards another military relationship. You have to realize that fucking. You are meeting somebody from somewhere, w- from another state, another side of the country, and y'all may y'all definitely wasn't raised the same. Y'all definitely don't even come from the same background. Y'all not the same person. Generally, when you meet somebody in your same city, your same state, and stuff like that, you know it's a little bit of it's a it's already an instant vibe there because you know that person, kinda, like y'all came from the same upbringing, uprising, and stuff like that. Same neighborhood background. Surroundings and stuff like that, so yeah, I know each other a little bit, you know what I mean. But I feel like nowadays in the military, man, you meet somebody, it's just, you know, it's a rushing things, man. Like, you know, because th- the military already puts in your mind, like you already get this, this seed planted in your mind when you come in that you have to get married. Sometime you have to get married. Why I don't know. I guess I, I don't know if it's because you see everybody else doing it or you know. You don't want to be looked at like you're weird if you aren't, but a lot of people decide to get married when they come in the military or they decide to just jump into a relationship when they get in and they just, you know, it takes years to find out that it ain't for you when you're supposed to say it's supposed to take years to find out that it is for you. You know, you're supposed to find somebody, build a relationship with them. I'm not saying don't be in a relationship. I'm just saying don't be in a relationship in the military because it's hard. It sucks. It fucking sucks. You know, it's hard, it's hard, It's it's hard, and I'll say it's hard on both sides. It's hard to be in a relationship with somebody that's not in the military because it's hard for them to understand what your day-to-day is like. But it's damn sure hard to be with somebody that's already in the military too. Y'all got busy schedules. Y'all got fucking, y'all two different people. So y'all always going to bump heads. Trust me. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to know your business. Because either y'all work together or y'all work near each other. So everybody's going to know y'all or your, that girl going to know her people going to know you. Your people going to know her. It's going to just make it a little awkward. You know what I mean? Like you always going to fuck around and accidentally take her her uniform top with you to work. You know, shit like that. You all always got dirty boots in the house. Now you got two sets of dirty boots in the house. Y'all got to go to the field. Y'all borrowing each other's shit. You know, stuff like that. But the main thing is just, like, it, it just don't, to me at least, from my experience, man, shit don't work like that. You know, because, like I said, all it is, bottom line, is, like, y'all are two t- totally different people. And, like I said, military relationships is always the worst because they always, they rush faster. Things go faster than the average relationship as far as, like, what y'all do. You know what I mean? all of a sudden you find yourself married, like my soldier. They didn't tell me to afterwards, my other soldiers, but my soldiers that just recently got married. I think they told me he only knew that girl for four months. I'm thinking him and his girl knew each other for years or at least a year or two. He's like, nah, he knew that, knew that girl four months ago. And these motherfuckers got married for the BAH, for the money. Why? I don't know. Primarily. I mean, they like each other, you know, but fuck that. I know damn well. I ain't never met nobody. That fucking in the first four months, they knew that. That's the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know what I mean? I done met a motherfucker that I knew for four years. And that ain't the motherfucker I want to spend my life with. I think a lot of my relationships have lasted four years. But that's besides the point. But I'm just saying, like, these military relationships just ain't it, man. They just not. It's a lot that goes into it, man. And it'll it'll just have you... And then, like, if it don't work, it'll just have you out here doing some wild shit. Just be like, fuck, man, this relationship ain't made for me. I'm going to go cheat or something like that. Or we going to be arguing all the time. That's one thing you're gotta. Re- you going to have to You gonna see. that It's just going to be a lot of fucking arguments, man. It's a lot of arguments. And I'm at a point in my life now where it's just like, if we had to argue, period, I don't want it. You know, people telling me that, oh, you know, you, y'all don't love each other if y'all don't argue. No, fuck that. We don't love each other if we do argue. 'Cause it get to the point now where it's like that's your normal. Like you, you know, y'all just arguing all the time and that's normal. Y'all fight, y'all make up. You know what I mean? Like, is it's to the point where you you know, like even after you fight, like, oh, I know we'll be all good afterwards. I'm like, nah, man, like who wants to do that shit? Now all of a sudden y'all arguing, y'all get into it, you know, you know, heaven forbid y'all have a fight or something like that. Now you your unit go get involved, you know, you gotta go talk to your first R and Y you and you your your girlfriend or your your wife fighting and shit like that I'm like, nah, man, fuck that I'm over it You know, I'm not saying that I I I know it sounds like I have a salty view on relationships But I'm just, I'm just feeling like You know, it's kind of not for me You know, I feel like I'm gonna be You know, just that You know, that old dude That's just around You know, sucks, but I mean That's, that's just how it is Like, you know what I mean, like you don't wanna uh you don't wanna like make it to that point and there. all of a sudden you feel like you're just settling. Nobody wants to settle. I do but I do feel like there is somebody for everybody. I feel like you are going to meet the one person in your life that you know without shadow of a doubt. Like that's that's my bitch. That's my hoe. And I'm her nigga. And I die for this shit. i die for her, she'll die for me. There are relationships like that. I believe it. But I feel like a lot of relationships are determined off of what the fuck they see on the Internet, not what they truly believe on the inside. Like I've been with women and all they think that they don't want to admit it, but they 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 go off of what they see on the Internet. They see all these high profile celebrities or not even high profile celebrities. There are, you know, just regular people that post their relationship and like, I love her. Yeah, he love her. That but that uh, you got to also realize that that ain't the first bitch he been with. Nothing called these uh people significant other's bitches out here but that's how i talk not that but they don't realize that that is not the first person he's been with yes it's the last and he's he's got it right now but you don't know what it took for him to get to that point you don't know what it took for them to get to that point like you know what i mean like every relationship ain't you know it, it's gonna have its ups and downs but everybody like is women solely just think that you know they see these nice-ass relationships and they think that that's how it's gonna be but they also ain't putting in the work for that either you know we've been our culture has fucking been tailored towards the man gotta do all the work the woman's just supposed to be there the woman gonna love automatically but a man gotta have reasons to love too if especially if you tell him to commit his life and share his life with somebody else share his things his personal space his time his money you know what i mean like he gotta he gotta want that shit just as much as you want it. I I feel like a lot of women only want it because that's you know, that's a fairy tale thing to them. Goofy ass was just calling me from LA, fucking out there living his fucking best life in a hundred degree weather while I'm here in the house doing nothing. Uh but anyways enough about that relationship shit i thought i was gonna hop back on this bitch and fucking go right back into it but nah fuck that i don't want to talk about it no more relationships suck if you can stay single stay single as for as long as you can all right they say it's somebody for everybody but it ain't nobody for nobody everybody out here for self because you really think about it being in a relationship is pretty selfish you know what i mean it, it has its selfish aspects to it everybody comes everybody wants you they got some type of agenda or else they wouldn't be with you you know what I mean? Nobody's with somebody just because they like them, they love them. You know, they with somebody for a service. You provide something that they want. And that's the only reason, that's not the only reason. That's one of the reasons why they're gonna be with you. You provide security, food, shelter, water, you know, a stable environment for that person. At least that's what I've experienced and that's how I feel. So I'm just going to end it on that. Lil Baby just got his goofy ass arrested in Paris and almost got James Harden all fucked up out here because the motherfucker had 20 grams of weed on him. Why? I don't know. But I don't know when these rappers are going to start learning, man. You ain't above the law out here. They want to lock your goofy ass up, man. You know, it's about 20 rappers in jail right now. You know, you got Lucci. Who else you got? You got young boy, Pusha uh Casanova, Rollo. If y'all consider him a, be a rapper, I think he's pretty fucking trash. Um, who else? Now you got little baby. You got a, you got a whole. It's a whole bunch of other rappers. Take a. But his little ass need to be in jail. That nigga is a little fucking menace to society. A little fucking o dog. If you ask me. And that nigga need to be in there. I'm sorry, man. That's just that's just the way it is, man. That nigga's a fucking terrorist. But, yeah, now you got a little baby, man. And when you go over jail overseas, these motherfuckers do not realize and understand. A lot of people do not understand. that You go to jail overseas, they laws ain't like ours. It ain't no hey. I'm bonding out of this motherfucker. No. They know you from overseas. They know you got that money. They know this is, draws attention to their country. They gonna lock your ass up And you ain't going to no regular jail The bookings or none of that shit Where they gonna keep you separated Nigga you are going to straight Third world country jail Nigga You might as well prepare yourself Because you are gonna be in that motherfucker And it's it's hard for them to let you go Because it's an international thing at that point It's hard to get your ass up out of there but I mean, that's just what it is, man. James Harden almost threw his fucking career away, which I think he threw it away a long time ago. But fucking hanging out with a little baby, man, the motherfucker want to be a rapper so bad. But I heard they like real good friends, so you know I won't, I won't speak on that situation. But I think that shit is dumb, man, dumb as fuck. Motherfucker out here Bonds and weed And pears like you can't wait till you bring your goofy ass back. But I don't know, that's just what it is It was something else I wanted to talk about on here, man I don't know Now I'm to the point where I'm just I'm, I'm about to freestyle it You know What was the last thing we talked about the last time we was on it? I think we ain't done it in like two weeks Um, I don't know Yeah, last time we talked on this motherfucker We was talking about fucking the was it Floyd Mayweather fight? Damn, that shit feel like it was ages ago. That shit came and went so fucking fast. I ain't, I don't even think nobody's talking about that Mayweather fight. But that shit, it was just it's a lot of shit done on the internet now is just for straight just just straight entertainment. That shit is fucking mouthwash now. Fucking drink that shit, gargle that shit, and spit that shit the fuck out. Pause. And ain't nobody thinking about that shit. Oh, not even a week later, nobody's thinking about the Mayweather and uh, Logan Paul fight, and that was one of the biggest things on the internet at the time. But you see how shit so how shit come and goes so fast nowadays? That shit is here and gone the next day. Now they on to the next thing. What's 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 exciting going on right now? Motherfuckers done forgot fucking Tory Lane shot Meghan the stallion allegedly. Ain't nobody talking about that shit. that was a huge thing. All last year. With all the fucking riots and protests, that shit feel like that was two years ago. Tory Lane shot making the stallion. Who's talking about it nowadays? They're not even beefing on the internet no more. Neither one of them is talking about it. It's crazy, man. We're gonna look back on these times. COVID was a wild era. We're gonna look back on these times and think that damn, we was walling in twenty twenty. And we weren't even supposed to be outside, and we still managed to be wilding out here in the streets. Speaking of COVID, fucking now the military is trying to come out with some 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 memorandums and some guidelines on. Now it's it's about to be mandatory for that COVID vaccine, but it's it's supposed to be like mandatory September first. But I feel like that shit's gonna get overturned, and then they're gonna take that shit away. But if it if they don't, then. Hey man, I want to see the fireworks. I myself have not gotten the vaccine and I ain't said shit and I will not say shit and I don't plan on getting the vaccine. Because at first I was I was for kind of, you know, getting the vaccine just to see outside open up again, but hey, you like whether you vaccinated or not, you allowed in any establishment with without a mask or or just unvaccinated. And I I haven't got sick yet, knock on wood, but you know I, my views on it, as far as the military, is just like, I don't understand why they always press them for, you know, you to do something because somebody told them to do it. Or they feel like that makes the military a better military if everybody gets the COVID vaccine. No, it doesn't. I don't understand why they think that, like, just because it somebody told you to get it, that, oh, you know, this is the military. Blah, 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 blah. I understand the military is all about following orders, but as far as, like, something like this, come on now. A lot of people wouldn't have done it if it wasn't like fucking if they wasn't pressured to get the vaccine. And when I say a lot of people, I mean, a lot of fucking leaders in the army would not have gotten. I've literally I had literally witnessed a lieutenant colonel. Not going to say his name. Not going to say what unit he was in. Tell his fucking chaplain who was a captain. It, well, first he asked him, like, hey, are you getting the vaccine out of this? And he was like, uh. You know, I don't know yet that and he's like, and all of a sudden, here come the intimidation tactics. And no offense, but our 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 chaplain was Asian. I've met a lot of Asians that you know don't work well under pressure. When you start talking to them, you know, you know, a little bit stern. So he gets, you know, starts talking like, "What do you mean you're not going to take it ditch?" And I'm taking it. He's taking it. You know, pointing at these majors and you know. This sergeant major and all this old kind of stuff. And just like, well, he's taking it. We, we're, we're getting it. We already got it. And it's just like, you know, so why, what, let me ask you a question. Why don't you want to take it? And it's just like, it ain't none of your business. Why he doesn't, he doesn't want to take it. He doesn't want to take it. He doesn't have to. Why are you like fucking, you know, hounding him and pressuring him to get in the vaccine. If he doesn't want it, you know, we don't need, and this was like beginning when the vaccine first came out nobody even knew if that shit even worked or if it was going to fucking kill you and he was sitting there like telling him like no nah, you I feel like you should get it there's no reason why you shouldn't get it and just like and a lot of people relate the covid vaccine to well you get the uh uh what is it smallpox vaccine it was like yeah but it took over 100 fucking years for the smallpox the smallpox vaccine to fully work to them work out all the kinks and everything. And the last person who got smallpox was like in 1980. What the fuck? How can you relate that to a vaccine that's only been out for less than a year? Less than six fucking months. How, where's the relation in that? So, you know, my stance on him like, hey, September 1st, if it's mandatory, hey, man, I get it. I do what I got to do. Unless there's some... Clause in there to be like hey You can get out of the military Honorably On an honorable discharge I almost said dishonorable And you'll have all your benefits And everything then I'll be like shit Fuck it I'm getting out fuck that vaccine That'll be my ticket Out because I got like three years left And I don't know how I'm gonna fucking do it I'm thinking about going recruiter What y'all think about that Going to go recruit people to sign up for this bullshit I don't know. My number's going to be low. If I was a, I feel like I always say if I was a recruiter, man, you're going to see a lot of motherfuckers walking out of our office heading right next door to the Air Force or Coast Guard. I'm like, that's your best bet. Save yourself from this bullshit because you're going to meet a lot of ignorant ass people in the military. It's a lot of fun. You can do a lot of shit. But, hey, I don't think it's going to outweigh the fucking idiots that you have to work with alongside every day. It's a lot of people in the military that just come from bumfuck nowhere and they wanted to sign up because they seen some fucking high speed ass fucking army go army commercial. Motherfuckers are selling you a dream. It's it's like that that one trick that happened hundreds of years ago that some of y'all know what I'm talking about. It'd be like, hey, you know, come get on this boat. We about to take y'all somewhere. And then all of a sudden, they were somewhere they didn't want to be. Do you really want to do that? Cause I got my ass on the plane and I went somewhere. I didn't want to be basic training was hell. Basic training was just like, basic training was worse than hell. Basic training was like jail. Literally, at least for me in my experience, that's the only thing I grasped from being in basic training. It didn't make me fucking like, damn, yeah, I love the army daughter. I did. Boom. uh, uh. it made me like, this is really prison for how long was it? 16 weeks. I was in basic training. That's how long my basic training. And there are some people that there is longer than that. But that includes like AIT. You know, the training that you do on your job after boot camp. But still, fuck that. That shit. I'll, I will never get used to sharing an open room with a bunch of people. With like 50 other dudes. It's jail, basically. It's like, it's like fucking gym pop in jail. You know what I mean? You got to see a bunch of other niggas naked gotta share shit fucking gotta hope that nobody steals your fucking draws that you've been fucking sweating your ass off in yes motherfuckers will steal motherfuckers will steal your draws and socks that's how fucking fucked up basic training is or that's how fucked up people are because if you were raised around people you could at least establish a little spit something like hey you know i won't steal from you you won't steal from me but fucking when you go to base training you will learn a hard lesson that motherfuckers will steal your shit that's that's how that's how fucking it brings you back down to like a primal state of survival. My just just do ignorant shit when they just broken down. And they have nothing, they have nothing, nothing, nothing. They just like uh, I gotta steal this. Like it's a dirty you suck. Why are you stealing this? But I mean that's the way it is, man. So beware when you join the military. That. it's a lot of nasty motherfuckers i know we say that every episode but it's some nasty motherfuckers that you gotta work with it's stupid I, I will always say that stupid people there's some cool people stuff like that there's uh there's uh fine women don't let people tell you that there ain't no fine women in the army there are fine women in the army you just don't see them because they're always off living their best life and they're probably fucking with some fuck nigga. And speaking of fucking with a fuck nigga. Y'all ever. Does anyone. I. I refuse to believe that people aren't out here thinking about their ex. I don't know why. Or who they're with. You always going to have that one ex that you're thinking about. That you always be like damn. I hope this bitch is miserable without me. Because it was supposed to be me. I was back in there. But No. That's not the case. But anyways, yeah. Like I said, there's always somebody fine in the military, female-wise. You just got to find them. It's like, it's like land nav. You, you just got to find that point, baby, as soon as you get in there. But don't settle for just your surroundings, man. Always understand that it's more to it's more to women in the military. There are fine women wherever you at, wherever you get stationed at. Don't limit yourself to just... The women in the army Because that's how a lot of relationships in the military start Because they feel like that's all there is around I'm Like no man If you drive maybe 45 minutes up the road It's some bad bitches in Denver It may be some stupid broke bitches But it's some bad bitches in Denver You just gotta find them man You just gotta get out The military should be an opportunity for you to learn That you can travel and go anywhere you want Use that money for that Instead of don't be like me Or be like fucking 90% of people When they come in and they just start spending money Spending money that if they were on the outside, they wouldn't spend. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of people do. Like they'll be like, damn, you know, I'm not, you know, blowing they check every week. I'm like, would you do this if you work in a regular job? And speaking of, would you do something if you work in a regular job? A lot of people are die hard for this shit. A lot of people like fucking will die for the military, no matter how much the military chews them up and spits them out, gives them the short end of the stick, they'll die for this shit. And they'll be like, Well, da this, you know. You know, they have their views and opinion. They think they run the army and stuff like that. But you, the the question that you should ask somebody who is so gun ho for the military, and would you do this for free? If you love this so much, would you do it for free? If what I'm saying is wrong, what you're saying is right, would you work in the military for free? Not even just like, oh, you know, would you volunteer and do it for free? Or would you be willing to die for free for a check not including life insurance either like you get no life insurance nothing you do it for free no money goes to your family if you die a lot of people all those people that are fucking so gun ho about the military they'd be like hell no nobody ever does something because they like it they do it because they have to well there's a lot of people that do what they like but a lot of people doing what they like because and that are successful they have to do what they like, because if they're not doing what they like and they're not good at what they like, then they wouldn't be successful either. And I know that probably went over a lot of y'all's heads, but hey, man, it kind of went over my head, too. And for a split second, I was thinking, I'm like, damn, that I say did what I say make any sense. But it's all about perspective, baby. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm talking about at this point. I'm just trying to kill time until this like this last minute goes. And then I cut this episode off. But, I mean, that's where we at. My birthday's coming up, too. Hey, if you've made it this far in this episode, understand that my birthday is coming soon. I'm not going to tell y'all when because I want to see how many people tell me happy birthday. But my birthday is coming soon. I I don't really give a fuck about gifts. I give a fuck about how many people acknowledge that it's my birthday. I don't know why. It's, It's just me. That's just the way I am. Cause I came up not really celebrating birthdays or stuff like that. I think maybe once or twice in my life I've gotten a birthday cake, and one of them was when I was an adult. So it's a lot of it has a lot to do with my childhood why I'm big on my birthday. But I also don't have to do anything. Maybe I don't have to do anything because I haven't gotten to do anything in you know the past five or six years i always say every time since i've been in the military i've not really gotten to celebrate my birthday like that because either i was in the field on deployment or it's just my birthday was just shitty you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i think the one time i was off on my birthday um well twice actually since i've been in the military it was just me man i was just going through i was going through stuff with my son's mom so we just you know we just headed down our path of destruction that i did so i was depressed and, blah, 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 blah. and i just kicked it on my birthday by myself you know what i mean like it sucked but hey it, it was what it was so i've never truly gotten to have the best birthday ever where it was done exactly the way i want to do it but like I said, my birthday's coming up. So I want to see how many people that personally know me are going to tell me happy birthday. And if you motherfuckers don't, I don't know what I'm going to do or say. But I'm going to be pretty darn mad. So just be on the lookout for that. But anyways, this has been another episode of Convert Conversations. Probably on the next episode, I'll be doing this by myself again because Josh still won't be here. And I have to go to the field or I might just wait. Till he gets back and I get back from the field and then I'm pretty sure he'll have a lot to talk about. He had a lot to tell me that was going on in L.A. Fucking, I wish I was there. I could have went, but I didn't go. But uh. I don't want to go to Josh took me that trip. I went to last time with LA with Josh was fucking stupid. We didn't do anything. Just staying in the house and I was there for like four days, but yeah, I'll probably be doing the next one by myself. Do another one before I go to the field and stuff like that. But thank you guys for listening. I know this was kind of awkward not having somebody on here to talk and with me and stuff like that. But Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I understood the assignment. That's all that matters. And I thank you guys for supporting me. I hope that you guys listen to this all the way through because I was for real about my goddamn birthday. There's been another episode of Convert Conversations and I'll see y'all whenever the fuck I see y'all because I'm like I said, I'm trying to work on not being lazy and putting these episodes out. But thank you for listening.